Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am so, so, so excited for today. I know I say this every single time, but I genuinely mean it. Well, I always mean it, I promise. It's that literally today I am just so, so excited for what we're about to talk about. So last week we focused on pornography and how porn can so clearly affect who you are. We discussed how you basically reap what you sow. And if you're sowing porn into your heart, then you are inheriting its brokenness. This led us to see that porn is harmful. So I brought up ways to steer away from it. Today is focused on masturbation, which is known to go hand in hand with porn. But this is exactly why so many people aren't free, because it is generalized as lust. But porn, sex ties, and masturbation are all different chains with different keys or methods to freedom. Masturbation, unlike addiction to porn, cannot just be something we look away from because it's an addiction to pleasing ourselves. So today we will be focusing on the times that we do choose our own desires over God's and how to ask for a wholehearted forgiveness in order to run back to him. I want to start this off by saying, do not expect perfection. What constantly discouraged me was my own perfectionism. Getting so caught up in the goal that I focused too much on how long I could go without it, that when I stumbled, I lost all motivation to get back up. I was convinced that I would never be completely free, so there was no point in chasing that freedom. This mentality belittles the power of our God and shows that you are depending on your own strength instead of his, because he can and will free you. The focus shouldn't be about making sure we don't fall again, but instead It should be focused on loving and trusting God over ourselves. Once you have that focus, the strength that he will provide in order to help us fight the battle against ourselves will lead you to victory. So I will go right into prayer and then we will go right into the scripture. Father God, I thank you for giving us this beautiful topic for giving us this chance to open the door to freedom, God. I know that you are faithful. I know that you are glorious. And the beautiful thing is that you are above everything and that you are willing to free us of this, Father God. I ask that you speak in the way that you want to speak. I ask that you just open our hearts and that you allow your word to soften our hardened hearts. We love you, Father God. Thank you, God, for being the God that you are. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. So as always, let's start in the word. If we go to 2 Corinthians 5, verses 6 through 9, 
this is exactly what it says. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Yes, we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we will be at home with the Lord. So whether we are here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. Verses eight and nine are just so powerful. I need to read it again. It says, yes, we are fully confident that we would rather be away from these earthly bodies, for then we will be at home with the Lord. So whether we're here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. I am in love with this piece of scripture because it provides us with two beautiful key points. Through these verses, we now know that one, this earthly body is not our home, so we cannot get too comfortable. And two, being in our earthly body gives us no excuse to sin without the goal to be set free because we are capable of pleasing him through the way we live, even though our earthly bodies desire to sin. Let's start with point one. This earthly body is not our home. It is actually really crazy to think about. The body that we are in right now is only a temporary place to stay. Yet it feels quite difficult to not consider this hotel to be my home. It takes true faith to trust that what we can see now, which is our earthly bodies, is only temporary and our real home is in a place we haven't seen. This is the reason God calls us to go to him now and find comfort in who he is. Believe that he is your rock and shelter through the intimacy we seek now. We will long for him to be our home for eternity. I know that many people may have expected this podcast to be about methods you need to use in order to turn away from masturbation. Let me tell you right now that this isn't the type of battle plan where I tell you to stop and you just stop. This is all about your mentality. For example, if you have the mentality where you believe that you can commit this sin all you want and take advantage of the mercy and grace God has for you, well, you won't care to stop masturbating because in your mind, God will forgive me anyway, so I don't need to change. That mentality leads to no freedom because it doesn't care to be free. Therefore, I'm here to present the word of God that was made to soften our hardened hearts and help us see that since this is not our home, we cannot get comfortable. This mentality cannot be forced. In order to live by a specific mentality, 
you must hold a passion for it. And the only way to care or become passionate for something is if you love it or know about it at least. Do you see where I'm getting at? Isn't it funny that it all goes back to whether you are willing to connect with God? Because growing to love him creates a passion towards him, therefore giving you the strength to push past getting comfortable in your earthly body and keeping your eyes on what he is promising us. And what he is promising us is a home that is a given reward for choosing his desires for us over our own desires for ourselves. Now, what happens when we do choose our desires over his? We're told that the solution is repentance. Now that is the correct answer, but it is often put out to be a plea for forgiveness instead of a change in your mindset. And I know that we all know this because the amount of times I have heard Oh, Christians are so forceful with repentance because you'll see Christians on the street with signs that say repent or burn. And it's known to be a plea for forgiveness, begging God for forgiveness instead of being known for what it actually is, which is a change in your mentality. It is unfortunate that many believers have removed the beauty in repentance and filled it with frantic apologies. Let me explain to you the correct and incorrect way of repentance. We'll start with biblically. It is referred to in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10, and it says, for the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There is no regret for that kind of sorrow, but worldly sorrow, which lacks repentance, results in spiritual death. Now, I want to focus on one part of this verse where it says, there is no regret for that kind of sorrow speaking for godly repentance, the repentance that leads us away from sin and results in salvation, holds no regret. So this shows me that God does not want us to just regret our sin, act like nothing happened, and move on from it. You know those times where maybe you've fallen into sin and you go to God and you're like, God, I'm sorry. Okay, and then you just walk away. But you don't confront the situation. Instead, you apologize without any intention behind it. So God wants us to see that this is exactly why we need him. We can't just move on and act like nothing happened because this is our evidence to why we need him. This opens the door to what godly repentance truly is. 
Godly repentance is a change in your mind and heart. Something that is essential to true repentance is genuine sorrow over having grieved God and belittled his holiness. Now I know that may sound extreme, but humility is significant in repentance. Because when you recognize that God is greater than all else, and the sin that we commit goes against his holiness, we begin to appreciate his mercy and grace more. Understanding your circumstance, that we are all so small and we are sinners, but God is this glorious God who we don't deserve, but he still wants to call us to him. The proper response when we sin against him should be sorrow, which means that you have a repentant heart that desires to turn away from your sin and keep your eyes on God. Now the key in this type of repentance is intention. Being intentional with the sorrow you feel and genuinely trying to turn away from your own desires is true repentance. Because you're not just allowing that sorrow to discourage you. You're using that sorrow for the benefit that it needs to be used for. And using that to create this intention in you that makes you want to turn away from your sin. That is godly repentance. Now there is a different type of repentance called worldly repentance. It's based on worldly sorrow, which was just referred to in 2 Corinthians 7.10. It begins with the same sorrow that godly repentance begins with. But instead of using that sorrow for good and actively moving past that sin, this sorrow simply ends in sorrow. Meaning that it provides a guilt and shame that is filled of self-pity. You feel sorrow, but not because you realize that the offense hurts God, but because you feel embarrassed for yourself. And the shame you feel causes you to avoid confrontation with Christ. This sorrow tends to create excuses and justifies your sin, while godly sorrow owns the mistake and simply asks God for help. Worldly sorrow causes distance from God because of a lack for trust in him while godly repentance creates an intimacy that causes you to want more in relationship with him so there's a huge difference between the two and it's not the difference in sorrow because both of them carry the same sorrow we're meant to feel that sorrow that feeling that you get after you commit the sin of masturbation, even pornography, you feel that sorrow. You feel bad. You feel like, okay, what the heck did I just do? And that's conviction. So this sorrow can be used for our benefit or it can be used to bring us down a pit of shame and guilt. I want to give an example of what both types of repentances sound like. 
I myself went through both stages where one time I would be in worldly sorrow and another I was in godly repentance. It's just crazy. The humongous difference between the two in how I spoke to God. You can see the trust just increase. I'm going to read real journal entries that I wrote. This is from March 27th of 2020. And I said, Father, I did it again. I put myself in this deep hole and now I cannot get back up. I don't expect you to save me. I've messed up so much in the past few weeks and I'm tired of asking for forgiveness. At this point, it's worthless. I know I will mess up again. I'm sorry for ruining the call you've placed on my life. I hate being like this. And this is another journal entry from January 19th of 2021. So almost a year later. Father, I stumbled today. I am so sorry for choosing myself over you. You are faithful and I ask that although I fell, that you help pick me back up. I know the call you've placed over my life is powerful. You've called me to be bolder and walk in confidence with your grace. I thank you for having mercy on me. You are everything I desire and need. I want to connect with you. I open my heart to you now. Do you guys see the difference? It wasn't so much a difference in how I fell because both journal entries were written after I fell into temptation of masturbation. The difference is that both my trust and care for God completely transformed. In the first journal entry, I did not trust that the same God who had forgiven me once was the same God that could forgive me again. I trusted more in the sinner I am over the God he is. As you heard, I held onto so much self-pity. But in the second journal entry, I accepted that I fell and I let go of the guilt that I could have held onto and instead I asked God to come closer to me and help me. I trusted in Psalm 51, 17, which says, the sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O Lord. In this case, being broken does not mean being too far gone or being completely shattered. Being broken means being vulnerable and desiring God over yourself. Having a broken heart means having a heart that regrets becoming comfortable in its earthly body and now wants God to bring transformation. Freedom from masturbation requires vulnerability and humility as does freedom from any addiction. Again, do not expect perfection, but 
do not walk with the purpose of messing up. God gave us grace with the purpose to free us from sin. He did not give us the freedom to sin through that grace. So find the balance that the Holy Spirit provides us. He allows us to receive the grace God gives and feel forgiven, but also realize that you can please God through the way you live. Trusting in him is pleasing to him. Running to him with every ounce of dirt, brokenness, and shame is pleasing to him. Going to him for strength to get through temptation is pleasing to him. Humbling ourselves and becoming willingly ready to seek more of him is pleasing to him. God is holy, but he is also a God of mercy who is ready to help us to see why this earthly body cannot compare to the home we will have for eternity in his house. So one thing I want to make very clear is that we are sinners. We sin all the time. You judged someone today, you sinned. You gave in to a sexual thought, you sinned. You cursed, you sinned. You masturbated, you sinned. All sin is simply sin. And obviously all sins carry different consequences and chains and brokenness, but all of it is still sin. And since we live in flesh or our earthly bodies that love to sin, technically we sin every moment of every day unintentionally. The thing that happens is that since masturbation is an intentional sin that is premeditated, so it's a sin that you think about, that you contemplate whether or not, oh, should I do it, should I not? And the fact that you decided to go ahead and commit the sin gives the opportunity for the enemy to convince you that it is worse than the lie that you told today. But in reality, it's not. It opens the door to more consequences and attachments. But when it comes to your relationship with God, it doesn't push you further from him. This means that simply going to him with a repentant heart is enough because we are always sinners and he is always holy and merciful. Which for me, realizing this made me feel honored to be able to receive such forgiveness from the God who is above everything. It motivates me daily to run from this sin and choose him over myself. So guys, accept that this is not your home. Trust in God's grace and mercy. Have a vulnerable and repentant heart and run from sexual sin using the strength that God gives, not your own. God is a faithful God. He lives up to his word. He constantly says in his word that he is available. So run to him. This all starts with trusting him with your addiction. Being able to believe that when he said 
that he will be your rock. He will be what you depend on. He meant that wholeheartedly. And again, even though he is the God who is holy, he is still willing to help us. So go to him with an open heart and be ready to be vulnerable if you want freedom from masturbation. Amen? Amen. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for speaking to us today. I thank you for just being so merciful, so forgiving. I ask that those who listen to this word were able to receive what they needed to receive, Father God. I ask that you spoke in the way that you needed to speak. I thank you for just being so loving, so caring, and for being a God who is greater than me, a God who is more powerful than anything else, but is still willing to have mercy on me and have mercy on those who are listening right now, Father God. We ask that you come into our hearts, that you examine our hearts, and that you lead us to freedom because we know that it is possible through you and through your strength, God. We thank you again for giving us your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit who is ready to guide and convict us. And we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I loved today's topic because I feel like it did not focus so much on, oh, strategies and methods, but instead it focused on simply trusting God in what he says about his grace and his mercy. So I pray that you guys are touched by that and that you're able to feel forgiven, that you're able to feel free and that you're able to run to him for genuine freedom. I want to give a little testimony because this was just crazy to me. I asked God about a couple days ago to give me a new topic. Because for the past three weeks, we have been studying masturbation and pornography and it has been amazing. But I told God, you know, I want to also talk about other things. So I have this box and I have a bunch of topics in this box. I literally have 30 topics. Um, I added a couple more because I had posted on my Instagram story to give me more recommendations. So I was ready to pull out a new topic like a topic that was I don't know about depression or anxiety just something new so I shake the box mind you I had already come out of prayer and God was making it very clear uh-uh I need you to do this four weeks series on lust I was like well God you know I could always go back to lust I've talked about this a lot I want to jump into other topics, you know? So, God, in his hilarious humor, he allowed me to go ahead. Go ahead, go to your box. So, I shake the box, and 
I take a piece of paper out because all of the papers are folded. And I kid you not, I opened the paper and it said masturbation. I literally cried because I was just like, wow, God, you really want me to talk about this. That's perfectly fine. I'll go right ahead. So then I'm like, okay, okay. But what about next week? Can I speak about something new? (laughs) He said again, go in the box, go right ahead. So I went in the box and I pull out another paper. Do you want to know what this paper says? It says sex. I was like, God, you are funny. He really allowed me to go ahead and go to the box but pull out the topics that he needed me to talk about. So, this brings me to let you all know that next week, you will be getting another podcast on sex. We're going to be talking about how to cherish it, how to appreciate it as a virgin now, and how to grow that passion to maintain purity as a virgin so i am so so excited to get into that because it's something that is not spoken about enough i feel like um most people only feel the need to talk about it if you're like a young adult or if you're close to marriage but It is not talked about enough how to cherish sex, how to appreciate it in the covenant of God from the perspective of someone who's never had it. So I'm excited to talk about it. I hope you guys are too. So I cannot wait to get back into recording. I love you all so much. Please feel free to check out my website. I'm going to be posting this podcast written out for those who like reading. I'm going to be doing that with every single podcast. So please feel free to go check that out in my Instagram bio. And I thank you again for listening in. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. And I will see you guys next week.